Hello and welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local River Production. Now here are your hosts, Nick and Bill. When you say all right, it makes me feel all right. Hey! Hi, everybody. Hello. How's it going? Welcome. Welcome to the uh, weekly interval of Pillow Talk. Yes, your weekly dose of the pillow. Yes. This is the cool side of the, the pillow. The cool side of the pillow. Yes, cool. welcome everyone to yep. Pillow Talk. Uh, uh, today on Pillow Talk, we will be <laughs> uh, talking with the foremost... Uh, I'm just working on if I ever get a job at NPR. Nice. Nick, you're not allowed to make me laugh in case yeah. anyone hasn't noticed. Uh, this is Bill, and I am sick. Yeah, Bill's sick. Yeah. Uh, I feel fine, except I keep coughing up a lung. It's okay. Which He's I only think, got two. <laughs> which I think might mean that I have bronchitis. The kitus around. Ain't we call nobody. it We call it the cutties. And the ain't kitus. nobody got time for that. Yeah. Not to be confused with the coitus. The, <laughs> or the... Yes. <laughs> Yes, uh, we've got uh, yes. So I apologize now. Uh, I have scratchy voice. It's better than it was earlier today when I had what we like to refer to in my house as the Barry White voice. Ah, nice. It was real low this yeah. morning. Hey, yeah. ladies, how are you doing? <laughs> this Barry White. Can I fix anyone a drink? Would I need to? I'm here to fix your cable. <laughs> <laughs> that well, was should... uh, what the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, so uh, I am Bill, and I am sick. I apologize, but I'm here for you. That's Nick. I'm healthy. Yes. Uh, for now. For now. Yeah. You are also at Big in Mexico. Yep, at Big in Mexico. Well, I am at the Bill Heron. The Bill Heron. Yep. Uh, with Pillow and Talk. And we, we, we collectively are at Pillow Talk. Uh, pill, at Pillow Talk. Oh, or Pillow Podcast. Yep. Pill, no, yeah, pill, at Pillow Podcast. Uh, LocalFlavorProductions.net yep. is where you can read our scary stories if you still haven't done that. Yes, if you uh, still have not read the scary stories, uh, you should really check them out because now Nick and I are tra- turning the tables. Uh, the links are also, by the way, at uh, Facebook.com slash Pillow Podcast. Oh. Awesome, uh, Nick and I were we, Nick. You and I are uh, we're, we're changing channels a little bit. We are now writing Christmas stories. Yeah, which uh, we discussed this. It's we. I thought it was going to be hard oh, to come yeah. up with an idea, yeah. and one day it just like hit us both. Yeah, after uh, after writing our scary stories and thinking about how much fun that was, we were both very concerned that we were going to have a tough time coming up with uh, Christmas stories. You know how well, cause how many Christmas songs? I mean, you know, Christmas. It's it, it's like. Everything's been written. Mm-hmm. What Christmas story could there possibly be yet it's left to write? Literally, like that Christmas monkey. Right. I was, that's why I was just saying it's yeah. like Christmas monkey. You know, yeah. it's like everything's <laughs> out there. Yeah. Um, there aren't any Christmas stories that we still need to tell. Everything's been told. But, but yet, Nick, I think you and I have. Uh, we Nick, came up with two awesome yeah, ideas. I think. I think the idea that uh, I guess you, me, helping a little bit have come up with for your story, I think, is going to make a fantastic story. Uh, uh, yours needs to become a Christmas animated film. I could completely see yours becoming just a a regular Christmas special. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I, I don't. I, I'm not just saying that because you said mine should be a. Yours an should be Christmas yours. Thing, I could totally see though yours being uh, an animated Christmas special. Um, I think it would. <laughs> I think your idea is fantastic. I also like the fact that you have, or that we've kind of uh, whatever. Uh, you've put together uh, an idea for a prequel and a sequel yeah. to your story. This is all. This is all collectively both of us yeah. on this. It was you gave me the idea. We didn't kind of knock both ideas off of each other. Yeah, um, yeah it worked out really well. It did, because I had a great idea. I had what I thought was a great idea for your story. Yeah. You had a brilliant idea for my story. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, they were both uh, brainchilds. Uh, Nick, can you, without giving away the story, because yeah. until they're written, anyone else could sneak in and write them. True. So why don't you give people just the tiniest, teeny tiniest snippet of what your story is about? Just in, like, Three words or less. Like, like for instance, my Christmas story, mm-hmm. Mall Santa. My Christmas story is <coughs> Christmas with Mrs. Claus. 
Christmas with Mrs. Claus. That was me coughing. Sorry, guys. It's all right. Going to happen today. Yeah, it's okay. So Christmas with Mrs. Claus for Nick. Yeah. Mall Santa for Bill. <laughs> uh, and I think these stories are going to be really, really great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be real. I'm, I'm excited about yeah. how... So the scary stories let us flex our scary muscles. Mm-hmm. These stories are going to be much more humorous. <laughs> so much Both more of humorous. us, neither one of us are writing a, a feel-good Christmas story about yeah. how the man at the end, you know, changes his heart to gold and yeah, gives money not, to it's, kids. It's not that. It's We're not. both writing funny Christmas stories. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not a Christmas Carol, or it's not a. It's not a. It's a Wonderful Life, which kind of is a Thanksgiving story. But, uh, yeah. um, well, I mean, you know. Wow. Um, but yeah, so they're going to be real funny. Real funny. Yeah, they're going to be great. I'm yeah. excited. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Uh, Nick, also in the episode today, we uh, we realized at the end of episode 19 that we have yet to feature our theme song as a musical intermission. We have. We have yet to do that. So we're going to do that in a little bit. Yep. Um, um, we'll play a little a little bit of the hard lessons for you. We're going to play you the full version of Carrie Says All Right. Yeah, uh, the the whole version. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. just the snippets we've cut out. Yeah. So we've yeah, got a musical intermission. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, got me coughing mm-hmm. a lot is going to happen today. Next next episode uh, is musical intermission. We have a musical intermission of Thunder Grader. Are we getting Thunder Grader? We, we have we have got Thunder Grader. <coughs> we that are sounds go- great. They, they are going to be um, and 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 the holdup was my fault. Yeah. Uh, but um, but yeah, they're going to be our next next one. Next so episode. musical intermission yep. for episode twenty one yep. as well. Yep. Fantastic. Yep. It's going to be good. Man. Yeah. This podcast just. This just records itself. Just the train keeps it going. That it does. Yes. That it does. Yes. Uh, so there's kind of our updates, Nick. Uh, anything else that we needed to update in housekeeping? Mm. I'm trying to think. You obviously need some sleep. I do. I do need sleep. Uh, no, I don't have anything in housekeeping. All right. Do you? Um, I don't know. I left my book at home. Uh, my podcast book. Uh, uh, that was bound in it's it's bound, flesh. bound bound like the Necronomicon de las Muertes. <laughs> uh, I we do need to talk about that by the way. Yep. So I don't think I have anything. I left my book nope. at home because I don't feel good. Nah. Um, I'm I'm hopped up on cold medicine. Yeah. So oh, I di- I did almost look up the flaming mo for you today. Oh, and the recipe of the yeah, flaming mo. I was gonna look up the tipsy bartender's flaming mo. I could really it. really use one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, my wife this morning, who I love dearly. Yes. Uh, in case she's listening, which she's not, as we've determined. Uh, <laughs> although she does download the episode, so thank That's you. Okay. It's all yeah, we need. Yeah. I one just need it downloaded. Gonna, one day she's gonna well, listen. Well, it just all it, one download counts towards our. You know, look, look. I don't care if you listen to the podcast. Just yeah, download the just podcast. Just download the podcast. Encourage your friends and family. Look, go to your grandma's phone, download the podcast. And it doesn't matter if she listens. Mm-hmm. We need we need the credit for the download. Hey, when I mess with people's phones, <laughs> they're subscribing I, I, yeah, to the Pillow Talk podcast. Subscribing and download automatically. Fantastic. Yep. That accounts for half our listenership right there. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what I was talking about. Uh, oh, my wife went yeah, to the doctor. Yep. Uh, she's sick. Yep. Uh, she got medicine yep. and asked when I was going to go to the doctor. Uh, not for another couple of days. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna feel like turd for another few days. Yeah, it's it's okay. Oh, you know what? There is big news. What's that? Big news. Santa's coming. Santa is coming, like winter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Santa is coming. Yeah. Uh, big news. We, uh, Nick, you and I are able to get a, a sneak peek into Santa. Yeah, he gives uh, us VIP tickets. Mm-hmm, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't tell you how excited my kids are for yeah, it. It's been a great carrot for the excited. week. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, be good or you don't go to Santa. Exactly. Do you want me to tell Santa what you just did? Oh yeah, that happens. Uh-huh. And then now, do you guys do the Elf on a Shelf? Uh, no, this year we're going to. I I always say that I'm going to, but never do. Um, so I think when I'm at the Target today, I told you I had to go run and do that. Yeah. I think I might look for it. I don't know if it's there, but uh, yes, he should be there okay. or she if you get a girl elf. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's um, a thing. You can get a boy or a girl. Oh. Uh, we uh, two years ago. This mm-hmm. will be our third year with the Elf on a Shelf. Yeah. Uh, ours is named Tinsel. Oh. Uh, ours is named Tinsel because you have to name your elf. Sure. And uh, I don't know that it makes the kids behave any better, but it is a cute little tradition. It's just fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I they were asking out. when Tinsel was coming, and I said, I'm not exactly sure, but it might be the around Thanksgiving. And then one of my kids told me that it was on December 1st. And I said, yeah, I don't think it's going to be that long. I think it's like the day after Thanksgiving. And then he goes home with Santa on Christmas Eve. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Can well, you, ours is a he. Can you flush Tootsie Rolls? Just spitballing ideas here. 
I don't see why not. Okay. Is that elf poop? Mm, just ideas. You could cut them small. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Thinking. Yeah, you, I wouldn't see why you couldn't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Our elf, uh, our elf is a little less mischievous than other folks. Uh, mm. Our elf primarily will just kind of hide around the house. Uh, sometimes put himself into some dangerous situations. We have not had any uh, snowball fights or poop or things that other people have Has issues gotten, with. Like trapped in the blender. No, but that's a brilliant idea. Yep, I'm going to use that one. Uh, the, the other issue is that uh, you do have to be careful when um, you're telling the elf places that they can hide, mm-hmm. because if they hide in a place that's really inconvenient, you got to deal with it for a day. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I'll have to give him a talking to him right. or her talking to. Just, when I, just set the ground rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just let them know the lay of the land. Yeah, I'm the king of the castle. Mm-hmm. Let we the not our own. Are <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we don't allow hiding anywhere but our main level of the house. Uh-huh. We don't want the kids, you know, up and down the stairs looking for the elf sure, in the morning. Sure. So yeah, we've got we've got some ground rules set up, but uh, the elf does a pretty good job. Hmm. Except there are some nights when my wife goes to bed early and the elf hides in places he's not supposed sure, to hide. Sure, gets into liquor cabinet. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I understand. Yeah, the yeah. the elf was yelled at a couple of times for hiding in places he shouldn't be. <laughs> How did he get in there? He's not supposed. No one is supposed to touch those bowls. Uh, and she was looking at me. I don't uh, know why, but like I have got this direct line to Santa or well, something. Like, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what it is is she goes to bed and you're like, hey, you know, it'd be hilarious. Come on, Tinsel. elf. Yeah, come on, Tinsel. It would be great. You know what would really tick her off? You go in here. You go hide in that bowl. That bowl's 150 years old. She'll love it. It's going to be great. Yeah, put some water in there, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've got a lot of ideas. Yep. So it's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spitball some ideas with them, hopefully. You should. It's a uh, it's a nice, fun tradition. Uh, the kids do look forward to it from year to year. Hmm. So I'm sure my kids look forward to it. I'm sure yours will, too. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's Elf on a Shelf. Now, Nick, why are you going to Target? Uh, got to return some. Uh, we do a thing. No, you don't have to say like what you're returning is fine. Oh I no, guess no, 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 no! I'm going. I'm going to Target to return. We do. Uh, we've been. I've been pitching for the last few years. Family pajamas. At I Christmas love it. Time. I yeah. love it. And so they have these elf pajamas. Uh, and I finally talked my wife into getting them. What do these elf pajamas look like? Uh, and so are, do they like make an, them in big man sizes? Yes, they do. Because uh, I think on, that'd be great yeah, too. Yeah, you can get them on Target.com. And um, uh, the sponsor of the podcast. Find a link to Target.com and local flavor. Not really. Also, the, also the cartwheel app. Really nice. Uh, <laughs> so um, uh, it's like an elf Sorry. shirt. Like a lo- it's long sleeve, but it's like an elf shirt. You know, mm-hmm. it, lo- it has that design printed on it. Yep. Like Buddy the elf. the elf. Yeah, yeah, like Buddy the Elf. And then it's got uh, green and white striped, um, kind of like thermal pants material. Um, but. The sizes because we we can only get them online. They have some at the stores, mm-hmm. but they go kind of quick. The sizes online, one of them wasn't correct, so got to return it. The thermal pants sometimes fit a little tighter yeah. than they're supposed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I get yeah. It. You I don't get want it. that. No, we call that. Uh, nope, nope, nope. We don't call it anything, Nick. <laughs> we don't call it anything. <laughs> I think nope, nope. Don't call it anything. <laughs> but and so, if you'd uh, like to know what Nick likes to call them, you can find him <laughs> at Big in Mexico on Twitter. Um. <laughs> but uh, don't but, call yeah. them anything. <laughs> but yeah, so I've got to do that. Um, and then yeah. you're going to go to GameStop. I'm going to go GameStop because you're exchanging. Halo 5. So and this is actually something you and I were talking about earlier. Well, we started talking about yeah. it. And I said, wait, stop. So you're buying Halo Five. I yeah. made a, ma- a remark that the Master Chief is dead mm-hmm. because that's what the commercial made it seem like. Although from the commercial, you could tell that he obviously wasn't dead. Clearly, but they're trying to do something. Um, can you give us a little? mini history lesson for anyone who maybe is just buying Halo 5, like what's going on in this series? Yeah, so um, I can give you as good a rundown as I can remember because I've had... Look, this I've is seriously all, fine. I just wanted to know for me and I thought I, other people might I, be interested. I've, I've played all the Halos. I've um, played none of I've, the Halos. I've played all the Halos. I didn't play the last few campaigns. We need to ask Barry White how many Halos he's played. <laughs> he's probably played them all. I haven't played any Halos. <laughs> this Barry White... Um, so Halo, John um, Connor. His name's John Springsteen. God, it's gonna, uh, John, John one one seven. Wilkerson. John, John something. So okay. Three sixteen. So, so and that's what I was gonna say. Okay. Uh, so uh, essentially, what the um, what the Master Chief, um, the Spartan Project is, is that kids were taken away from their Go homes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because he's green. Uh, kids, kids are taken away from their homes, trained to be, you know, these super soldiers. Okay. Um, and he was the last one. Okay. 
uh, for a long time. For a long why? time. Why? Um, I don't. I don't remember. I think either they all died. They just out stopped or, doing it. Yeah, really oh, so he was okay. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. He wasn't the last kid picked. He was the last of this group of soldiers. Yes. Okay. Um, for a long time, uh, through one, two, three. Um, and so who's he fighting with? Just like uh, regular well, people? Well, no, because he, he fights the Covenant, um, who is the main protagonist. Uh, the Covenant is like an alien race that's trying to take, you know, trying to get rid of the humans. Are these aliens, um, like bug aliens, like the super soldier, um, or like in, uh, um, 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 with Neil Patrick Harris? Uh, Again, brain cough medicine. Bug aliens? The Yes, the movie about bug aliens. Neil Patrick Harris? Yes, Neil Patrick Harris Storm was in Troopers? it. Stormtroopers? No, uh, Starship Troopers. So. Neil Patrick Harris is in Starship Troopers? Yeah, he was a doctor. Oh, okay. He was a smart guy who was coming up with... Again... Is that a crossover? Was Doogie Howser and... No, but oh. that was... Yeah. When he walked in the room, it was like... Doo, 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 Brain is seriously doo, foggy doo, right now. Okay, anyway. So, so what kind uh, of aliens are uh, So they're... I don't even know how to describe them. Or like, do they like walk on two legs? Yeah, they walk on two legs. They're bipedal. Okay. Um, they have claws. Um, there's some small ones that are grunts that are, you know, really funny. And they had like these gas masks to breathe in the air. Right. Um, there's, um, the Arbiter, um, uh, in the first few, Does which he is arbitrate differences. Kind of. Um, but they're, but yeah, they're, they're pretty, um, interesting. So it's um, a, a, a humanoid type alien. Yes. Okay. And then, and then you no, get then. into the flood. Uh, so, so that's the main protagonist is is I would say uh, the Covenant. Okay. But then you learn about the Flood, which is basically like a. They're more what you'd think of with aliens. So Are like they jars little, of clay? Little skulls with like little legs that run around. You know, ah. but they're aliens, and they can like you know they basically just attack you. Um, to, uh, they, they're basically like a virus that just like consumes everything. Okay. Okay. So I'm that's, still thinking of the jars of clay song Flood. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, world is so you know, they're they're another slowly. I become one with the mud. <laughs> but if I can't swim after 90, 40 days, and my mind is crushed by the crashing wave, okay, lift me up so high I can't even lift me up. Lift me up <laughs> when I'm falling. I don't want to listen to Jars of Clay now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'll stop. No, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, uh, we so need to call this this episode like cough medicine or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because. We'll call it the syrup. The syrup. <laughs> call it Flaming Moe's. Oh, we could call it the Flaming Moe's. Flaming Moe's. Yeah. Which is a great name for a band. The Flaming Moe's. Um, so, okay. So then um, later on in the series, uh, there's a group called the Forerunners, um, uh, which are like a, a robotic. So, so, okay. <laughs> So right now we've got humanoid aliens, we've yes. got little bug aliens, yep. and now robot aliens. The, floods al- the flood was always there. Um, actually, uh, in three... At in one Halo point, did three. the flood embrace Master Chief and say, I've always been here. <laughs> no, and you didn't think I was here, I was always here, I was always watching. That, oh, they've always been there. Yeah. Uh, no, no uh, uh, eventually, uh, the Arbiter, who is the main uh, villain in one and two, um, uh, ends up betraying the Covenant team with master chief they're good all that sure. stuff um and then the forerunners come and that's where it gets foggy to me uh because i like played a little brain. bit of yeah uh, <laughs> i played a little bit of um that stuff but so the forerunners are there blah blah, blah. episode or um uh, sh- jump forward to halo 5 yeah. apparently master chief's gone rogue because cortana's gone yeah so cortana is just that's the microsoft version of siri yes but, but it's in his head isn't that cortana yeah yeah, yeah that's why they name it cortana yeah. oh is it really yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why they call it Cortana. Um, so it's like this program in his head that he can talk that he talks to, um, and you know gives him information, things like, like makes that. Makes reservations for him at restaurants. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. He's like Cortana, it'll take me here. And then, okay, and then you know it's but it's like an AI, but it's an actual person. Is it really named Cortana? Yeah, really because of the Microsoft thing. No, no, no. Cortana. That Cortana is named it because of the Halo thing. Microsoft is producing Halo. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah my, Halo and Xbox exclusive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I'm getting. No, it's okay. I'm slowly no, and Microsoft kicked. Studios now has the rights because Bungie used to have them. Ah, okay. And then they bought out Bungie. So Cortana was in Master Chief's head before it was Siri. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and Cortana in Master Chief's head is a person. Yes. It's and a. Where it's is an, she? It's an actual person. Uh, well, now, 
Uh, well, he like it, just had like a drink a, link up to somebody. No, no, no. It was a person. It, they then put, put the all intelligence their, in a computer in, into and, a computer. All right. Um, I I'm surprisingly okay with that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Nerd. so <laughs> right here. So, oh, they put someone's intelligence in a computer. All right, I don't feel good, but that makes perfect yeah. sense. So apparently something happened. This is where I get foggy because because we haven't played it yet. Yeah. yeah. So uh, well, something happened. I think it was in the last Halo, which I just didn't play the mm. campaign. I didn't play American American Creed, Assassin's Creed three at all yeah uh, i played it for like 20 hours and i lost interest yeah, i get exactly it. yeah and i so, don't lose interest in those games and i lost interest in it it's weird isn't it yeah um so so that ha- so something happened she's gone so he basically is going rogue to try and find her mm. and so they're sending in the new spartan team they've trained new kids new spartan new spartans not Go kids green. not kids actual people um well uh, they were kids and the, then they got the, trained yeah so so they got sending in the new spartan team to find him because they don't know why he's the, the the Marines don't know why he's went rogue, when really it's to try and find Cortana. But Cortana's a machine. Yes. So but, he's trying but, to find a computer. Yeah, yeah. The like this last thread of her, and okay. so they're trying to track him down because they don't know what the heck he's doing. So they're trying to you know eliminate him, mm. which then. He's angry. Yeah. Williams, you tried to kill me and make me angry too. Yeah. And I believe that's it. I could be way off. Yeah, like we'll I said, see. I haven't played Look, so many of them. And so anyone long. who's listening, if you would like to correct us, please do. Do it on Twitter please at Pillow do. Podcast. Yeah. Tell us how we're wrong. Yeah. Or Facebook.com or d- slash Pillow Podcast. Again, tell us how we're wrong. Yeah. Dylan can't be the only one that tells us things. Uh no no um Marcy O also tells us things she does but mm-hmm. she tells us in person she does it's a little different yeah yeah it's weird because she's right there um my mom Jay yeah also tells us things yeah she does and via text also makes also not delicious on cookies she does make delicious cookies yeah yeah. Yeah, those are really good. Thank you. Yeah, see? Yeah. So really appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. They were they were really good. Yeah. They yeah. were good. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's Halo. In a nutshell. Mm-hmm. No, in a nutshell. How did I get this? It's like the third time we've used that joke. This week. Yeah. Have you watched Austin Powers recently? <laughs> no, but I think I think the first time we did it, it just kind of triggered that memory and brought it all back yeah. up. Yeah, uh, although I did watch uh we're watching uh season four of Gilmore Girls. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And um, the little brainiac friend of Rory, mm-hmm. uh, she's dating a professor mm-hmm. who is uh, Basil Exposition from Austin Powers. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Is uh, is your wife excited about the reboot of... I'm excited the, about the, the reboot of Gilmore yeah, Girls. Yeah, the, the resurgence. I guess reboot yeah. wouldn't be a... I think they said they were going to do like three two-hour movies or something, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. Well, as far as I can tell. We're, we have, uh, we're 21 episodes into season four of 22 episodes, so we have to watch the season finale, and we haven't because we've both been kind of sick. Yeah. And then we only have three more seasons to go, so wow. there are only 67 more episodes of Gilmore Girls left. You're winding down on it's the Gilmore Girls. It's kind of sad, yeah. Okay. Although there are going to be more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably by the time we get done with it. Probably. Which what is you, pretty exciting. What are you going to jump into next? Uh, I don't know. I'd like to watch Once Upon a Time, mm-hmm. but um, the wife wasn't real happy with it when we watched a couple episodes of it, so mm. I may have to watch that by myself. Interesting. Um, I find this season... I, I watched the first episode, and I'm like... Ah. Yeah, see? it's Here's my problem with Once Upon a Time, and you'll see this when you watch the show, but don't let it taint your view of the show, because I do think it was a very good show. Mm-hmm. And For some reason, I just can't get into the season. Um, they're use, they use the same device like three times. Yeah. And I'm just, uh, it's like, you'll see. You'll yeah. get it. Um, really cool stuff happening on Gotham in season two. Uh-huh. Uh, if you're not watching Gotham, I can't recommend that enough. Still trying to catch up on The Walking Dead, and then I will catch up on. Yeah, Gotham uh, was great. The uh, The Riddler finally kind of made an appearance yesterday. Oh, how was that? This week. It was great. Good. Uh, it was great. Hmm. Yeah, it's been great. Um, really, really good. Really, really good series. Hmm. Should we talk about. Another really, really good series that we watch, or do you want to wait uh, until the end? I don't think we need to. I say we talk about it. Um, I say we talk about it. Let's not be gory. That's fine. Okay, so everybody just hold on a minute. Alright, everybody.
everybody. That's the spoiler alert. Yes. Uh, we're issuing the spoiler alert this week. Not for The Walking Dead. No. But because Nick and I, we both uh, finally were able to watch the first episode ever. Yes. Of Ash versus the Evil Dead. Yes. Um, now, without getting... I mean, if you've seen The Evil Dead, you know what those movies are about. We're not going to get into them. Yep. One, two, Army of Darkness. This episode was great. It was awesome. And it takes... Yeah. Oh. It was it was exactly what I wanted from the like Yeah, I mean it was it was like if if you had said, Boy, they're making a show about the evil dead, I really hope it's this, 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 and this. It was everything. It would have hit everything on my checklist. Yeah, me it's too. Practical effects, Bruce Campbell yeah. being awesome. Bruce Campbell being Ash. Yeah. I think that was probably the coolest thing is that yeah. not very many characters are like Ash in this world. Um because he's sarcastic, mm-hmm. but he's really good at what he does. Somehow. Well, that's what makes him stick out. Inexplicably, he's done good at what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, so many good. I laughed. I was like, ooh. I loved. Uh, so, Nick, you and I both talked about how at one point he's explaining his wood hand yeah. to this lady at a yeah. bar. It was hilarious. Oh, it was great. Like, <laughs> it was hilarious. I kept waiting for him to go all uh, all Happy Gilmore on it. Yeah, I really. Because I mean, it was like Chubb's hand. That was the first thing that I thought of when he when he cocked that hand out there. I was like, oh, like Chubb's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it even a, looked exactly like it. Yeah, it was the opening sequence where he's putting on the girdle. Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, um, really hilarious. Um, yeah, there's a. I, I laughed more in that show um, than I have at. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, really good. It was real funny. It mm-hmm. was, it was. I had scary. It had scary moments. It was an appropriate but, level. I felt of scary. Yeah, but it wasn't like overly like. No. It wasn't like shocking. It wasn't like I can't watch this because it's too yeah, this. It yeah. was. It was exactly but, what it should be. Yeah, it was like the in, the proper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> do you remember what I know? You remember when he was in the store? <laughs> and the guy told him he wanted to take he would have to take the light bulbs out back. <laughs> He picks it up and (laughs) the part when he then just was like walking over them and then proceeded to just broom them underneath a pallet. (laughs) Just to pretend that no, it was just unreal. (laughs) It was, it was, it was Ash. Uh, Yeah. It was Ash. Yeah. It was, um, (laughs) God, it was so funny. It was really, really good. It was, it was really, it was like those movies just picked up or this show picked right up where the movies were. 30 years later. Yep. But and here you go. Same just thing. Press, press play again. Yep. yep. Yeah, it was really, really great. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for episode two. I'm super. Uh, and then it has already been picked up for season two. Which is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Really cool. So. And I feel like anytime we can get Bruce Campbell on TV is a good thing. It's a great thing. Mm-hmm. It's a great thing. It's um yeah. Speaking of uh, shows that I can't watch legally. Um, <laughs> Did you see this yesterday that they announced uh, 2017, a new Star Trek TV show? Oh, really? Yes, they've announced a new Star Trek TV show. They have no other details about it. Other Do they than, know where it's going to be? They've announced no other details for it. <laughs> other than that it will be airing on, the premiere will be airing on CBS. Okay. But that every subsequent episode, or subsequent, I guess, uh, it would be the right way to pronounce that word. Every subsequent episode will be airing on CBS Go, their streaming website. Which you have to pay five dollars ninety nine cents a month to access. What? Yeah. Why? Because they're stupid. Yeah. Well, once people don't do that, then they'll. Well, you know, and it's funny because I, okay, look, well, I I get that you look at things like Hulu, and you look at things like Netflix, and you say as a company, boy, I'd really like a piece of that. Yeah. Um. But you have to have content to offer, and dare I say. No one is going to subscribe to a service so that you can watch old episodes of CSI mm-hmm. that are on in syndication everywhere mm-hmm. so that you can also watch Star Trek. Look, I'm a well, huge Star Trek fan. I watch The Next Generation faithfully every week. I will watch it now when I come across it and it's on mm-hmm. TV. I will not be paying $6 a month to watch the show. Well, it's the same. It's and I'm the target demographic. I am. I am a mid, our mid to late thirties guy, huge nerd. Mm-hmm. I have the money to pay the six dollars for it, mm-hmm. but I won't. Yeah. Well, they don't. The other thing is, is that CBS doesn't share any of their content with, um, with Hulu. 
Right. Well, it's because they want everyone else does. They're driving you to their own subscription Exa- service, but they have nothing. Well, to they have offer. their shows, but they, they have nothing to yeah. offer. They, you know, what makes me mad is that I, I'll watch The Big Bang Theory. Sure. Um, on FX or Spike or whatever channel it's on. Well, no, I don't have that. Uh, I'll watch The Big Bang Theory uh, on my Plex server, <laughs> but it would be really great which you can now by the way you're, uh, there's a Plex app for uh, Apple TV ooh there is with Apple, the new Apple TV there's a Plex app would you, like, would you like me to show you how to set up a Plex server so you <laughs> yeah, can I need a new anything. app I need a new Apple TV first <laughs> stream anything you want yeah we'll see I can do that uh, <laughs> so um, I would watch The Big Bang Theory yeah it's not on Hulu right can't watch it because I only have my antenna right whereas they'd be smarter to they would be smarter to take this and do streaming like everyone else does. Mm-hmm. You put it out there for streaming. You throw a commercial at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You throw a couple commercials in the middle. You throw a commercial at the end, and you stream it for free. They are. They why are is why is it that that NBC? Well, I don't know if NBC, NBC gets it, does. but ABC gets it. Yep, NBC. It's gets difficult it. to stream it, but ABC gets it. NBC gets it. Fox gets it. Mm-hmm. TNT gets it. Well, they know drama. They do know drama, although streaming their not stuff. The, not the rapper. Can I speak to the people at TNT for just a minute? Yes. Uh, when I was trying to get caught up with a little show called um, Brain is Totally uh, last ship. Gone, The Last Ship, I tried to watch. So I tried to watch their streaming app, both on their app and on DirecTV, because both places said I could stream it. Sure. They proceeded to put five minutes of commercials in Ew. each of the commercial breaks. That's awful. It was five minutes of commercials before the show started. There was show. There was another five minutes of commercials, then more show. Another five minutes of commercials. Look, people, this is not how to stream TV. How, how long were the episodes? They were an hour long, which then became like an hour and 20 minutes yeah, say, they probably to watch the commercial stupid break. show. So I watched it illegally. Sure. I streamed it from another site mm-hmm. because I wasn't going to watch the five minutes of commercials where I would have watched a couple. People, don't be stupid. Well, that's stupid. CBS trying to drive everybody to their own app is just dumb. But here's what they're going to do. They're going to continue to do stuff like that. It's the same thing with Netflix raising their prices. They're going to continue to do it well, until but, people but stop here's dropping the difference, off though. and then they'll drop Netflix, it down. Netflix offers content. Mm-hmm. Netflix offers more than... Okay, so look. Would I pay $9 a month for Netflix if mm-hmm. all I was getting was the Netflix original programming? No. If all different. you were getting was Orange is the New Black and House of Cards and the Marvel stuff, and Hemlock Grove. you might not pay $9 a month. But in addition to that, you get all of the other stuff on Netflix, too. Yep. That's where there's value. Mm-hmm. Value here with CBS isn't getting $6 a month to watch their crappy CBS shows. <laughs> value would be watching other stuff, too. They're better off making a deal with Netflix. And you know what? You Or you know what? If you want to drive people to your app, fine. Put this Star Trek show on, air it once, mm-hmm. and then say, you know what? But if you want to watch it again, Go you can watch it on our app. Mm-hmm. It's like what, um, it's like what USA did with um, Under the Dome, or no, it was CBS with Under the Dome. Under the Dome airs on CBS, mm-hmm. and if you want to watch it again, it's on Amazon Prime. There you go. That's how you do it. But you know, look, people. You're giving, you're announcing a Star Trek show a year and a half before it comes on the air. And you know what? It's going to fail because it's only on your stupid app. True. So not only do you not have a way to monitor who's watching it, because I guarantee you, nerds that watch Star Trek aren't going to pay $6 a month for this app. No, no, no. They'll find other ways. We're going to find other ways to watch it for yeah, free. I can think of four right now. Right. <laughs> and the people who are going to watch the show are technologically savvy. We don't need to pay the six bucks to watch the show. So just put it on TV like a normal person and then put the reruns on your app. What's CBS stand for? S- stupid. No. Bull. No, because there's no. It was probably Capital Broadcast System, Broadcasting System back in the day. Interesting. Because ABC was American Broadcasting System. Or no, I guess CBS Canadian. Broadcast Service. So it was probably like Capital Broadcast Service or something. Sure, it's not Canadian. I'm pretty sure it's not Canadian. You know what? Let's call it Canadian. Yeah. Damn them. Yeah. Anyway, there's my rant. It's an offshoot of the I did CBC. not intend to rant on streaming services today. It's okay. But it's I, okay. I feel good getting it off my chest. You know what I watched the other day? What's that? Masterpiece Theater. Nice. Uh, Sherlock. 
I don't know what that means. You never watched Sherlock? No. Uh, Sherlock is a great from Canadian, the BBC. Uh, yeah, from B- BBC Sherlock. It's uh, have you ever? I you, hear it's good. It is. It's, I still it's, need to watch Doctor Who. It's a mini series that comes out once a year. I'd really like to watch Doctor Who. In like Who. four parts. I was told I need to start with the Angels. That I need oh, to start the with Weeping Angels. I wrote it down. Um, who are the Doctors? Don't watch the Weeping Angels. David Carradine. No, not no, David Carradine. David Tennant. David Tennant. That was him. Yeah. I need to start with him, and oh, then I need to watch. Oh, you got to start at the beginning. You got to go through them all. Yeah, I need to watch Doctor you gotta, Who. You got to watch them all. I'm still on the first episode because I'm not starting with David Tennant. I refuse to start with Tennant. Why? It's just because I want to see them all. That's fair. Yeah, I want to see it all from the beginning. I was also told that the first Doctor you watch will be your favorite Doctor. I feel like that's like Bond. Like the first <laughs> Bond you watch is your favorite Bond. Yeah. Who's your favorite James Bond? Huh? What? Huh? Who is your favorite James Bond? Oh, my favorite James Bond. I asked you first. It's Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais was yeah. not James no. Bond. Uh, uh, Do you watch the Bond uh, movies? Uh, yeah, it was Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. See, and that was my favorite Bond because the first Bond movie I ever saw in the theater was Goldeneye. Mm. I don't remember the last one I saw. Now I've come to I've come to totally respect uh, George Lazenby. Mm-hmm. I've come to totally respect Roger Moore mm-hmm. and Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not come to respect Daniel Craig. No, he's fine. Not a Craig fan. He's he's not Bond. I believe his name is Daniel Craig. Uh, Daniel, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Daniel I don't Craig. have that anymore. Um, I would also like to uh, to throw out a plea to the people at uh, the Albert Broccoli estate not to make Idris Elba the next Bond. Okay. He's a fine man, a good actor. Is he related to Jessica Elba? No, uh, I don't think so. Okay. He's the uh, the gatekeeper in Thor, uh, the Rainbow Bridge guy. Yeah. Helps dogs go over the Rainbow Bridge. You've seen that, right? <laughs> I just pictured a guy helping the puppy. No, I just pictured Mario Kart going through Asgard. Oh, that's good too. <laughs> On the Rainbow Road. <laughs> Somebody make that for us. Yeah, yeah. Somebody make that a thing. So anyway, I don't want him to be Bond. It's not. Okay. It's, look, Bond is Bond's a British white guy. So you think? He's supposed to be. And look, I don't have a problem. Look, I'm as 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 equal opportunity as they come. But it's just like I would not say that Kunta Kinde. Kutakimbe from Roots shouldn't be a white guy. Uh, right? If you're going to reboot it. All right, how about this? Uh, I would not say that Jory LaForge, if you were going to reboot Star Trek The Next Generation, Jory LaForge should be a, be a black guy. I feel okay with that. Okay. okay let's go okay with, that. with that. Yeah, let's forget. Still love our Burton let's roles. O- let's, omit, let's omit that whole thing. Uh, no, nah, don't leave it. It's fine. Um, what if they got... <laughs> who the, uh, uh, who's, who's married to Sir Jessica Parker again? Uh, Matthew Broderick. Yeah, what if they got Broderick? <laughs> that would just be ridiculous. <laughs> He'd launch into song every third act. <laughs> this year, Matthew. And, what, and what's his, his Bond. And what's his name? Is uh, Pennyworth? <laughs> is that somebody? That's somebody. Nathan Lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah Nathan Lane. <laughs> oh, okay, first of all, hold on a second. Um, I feel like the Bond nerds are screaming right now. Uh, Pennyworth is Alfred's last name from Batman. Oh my bad. Uh, there's Money, Money Penny, Penny, who is a who is a secretary, no, and then there's who, M, who is in charge. M, that's who. It and is. then Q. No Q, that's the one. Yeah, the link should be Q. Yeah. Uh, he's no, he should not be Q. Be, tell me you wouldn't pay money to uh, see. No, I'd pay see, money to see. to see Nathan Lane as Q. Look, I'd pay money to see a Bond movie. I'm trying to figure out how to go see the new one. <laughs> and, and here's what they do. If anyone wants and to they, watch my kids for a couple hours so I can go see it with my wife, let me know. Here's what they do. I've got the perfect setup. So, <laughs> Nathan Lane is Q. <laughs> This is, sounds awful. Can Nathan Lane? Okay, look. Matthew look, I will allow this. James Bond. Okay, hold on a second. I will allow this only if Nathan Lane can be Q in the Star Trek: The Next Generation reboot as well. That's fine. So Nathan Lane is now John Delancey's character from uh, Star Trek: The <laughs> yeah, Next Generation. Yeah. So he's Q. They do a scene where <laughs> they sing the song for the producers. No, they go down. And he has to get a he has to get a disguise put on. A latex mask put on uh, uh, to infiltrate uh, a certain. Hydra? Uh, yeah, let's, yeah, let's say. Well, it'd be Spectre, yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. So, so to, infra- <laughs> to infiltrate Spectre, he has to get a latex mask put on. They do a, <laughs> they do a montage, a musical montage, a la Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, <laughs> 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 a la Mrs. Doubtfire. It's just different masks. He's spinning around. They do the the same bit. <laughs> The same bit. They just sing Matchmaker, Matchmaker. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, just picture there goes it. another long. Just picture it. It's great. 
just going down an elevator. Q, I need a mask. Come with me. Oh God. <laughs> oh, it's just, that would be freaking hilarious. Oh. At one point, he spins around and he's his face is Sarah Jessica Parker. It's just it'd be. <laughs> uh, and then Nathan Lane goes, "Oh, and he, he gives you that. Oh, that's not right. Look, like, ooh, <laughs> let's do that one again." <laughs> you know, I need to write movies. You do need. What to if write they movies. did? Why don't they do a James Bond parody? They did. I know it's called Awesome Post, but no, 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 they did. It was called Casino Royale because uh, so Woody Allen did one. What? Yeah, yeah, called Casino Royale. I don't feel like that. It was right. an older movie. It's true. I'll look it up. Look it up. No, no, I mean, I'll download it and watch it. And that's what I mean. uh, Yeah. And then there was an unauthorized Bond movie called Never Say Never Again. Oh. Interesting. It was basically Thunderball again. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, you know uh, you know, we have to follow that discussion up with, right? What? Our musical intermission. Oh, yeah. And now, a musical intermission! <laughs> It makes me feel all right, all right. When you say all right, it makes me feel all right. So that's the song. Yeah, that's the song. The the that's the great song. Carrie says all right. That started it all. Yeah, yeah. Love that song still. I can't wait for those guys to get back together and start playing shows and, cool. and so we can. I want to see that song live again. Yep. I saw. Did I ever tell? Did I tell the story on here where I saw when they were playing that song at the local and I saw the guitar player, um, uh, singer guitar player, uh, faceplant. No. Like he stood up on because they had the one of those just metal railings. Um, like between the crowd and the stage like a bicycle railing yeah okay yeah kind of um and he stood it had two you know it was like it had two spots so he had his foot on the lower one and his other foot on the top one yeah and he was holding up his guitar and he was playing it and then all of a sudden like he lost his footing and just toppled oh no bam smacked face first uh and uh and then just kept playing it was i was like kept playing yeah kept playing got up kept playing it was great it was at the 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 old the old local. Uh, I think it was like their their second or third. I think it was the s- second place before two places before that where they're currently located. <laughs> well, do you know? I mean, the locals been through like five different <coughs> spots. I didn't know that. Yeah, no. they've been through like five different spots. They they had a place, and then they had another place, and then they had another place. And then they played at like the Masonic Temple, like and just like pop up shows every once in a while. And then now they actually have this place. Cool. It's been a long time coming for them to get their place and get it, you know, up to code and all that stuff. Now where is this at? Uh, uh, the new place. Yeah. It's one street over from 
uh, the First Merit building, First Merit oh, okay. downtown headquarters. Uh, same street that uh, a little restaurant called 501 Bar and Grill is. That would be Saginaw? Is that Saginaw? No, it's off Saginaw, but it's, oh, it's, 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 uh, it's off Saginaw. Okay. Uh, it's one of the side streets, but it's, um, yeah, it's really nice. There's a lot of bars within walking distance, so cool. when I go, I <laughs> go to like three different bars and I'll have a drink in between setup and then oh, walk back. A, and It's a good cough, isn't it? Yeah, it's a great nice cough. barky cough. Yeah. A nice, nice, safe place down there. Yeah, yeah. That's that. My parents never worried about me being downtown Flint because I went a lot when I was in high school. Mm. Because I mean, it was just you know, it's a safe area. You, you know, they they always kept it close to like a, I don't know how or why, but they always kept it close to like a well lit parking lot. Cool. You know, stuff like that. So it was a good time. Good. Yeah, I like the local. Nice. Yeah, had a lot of good memories there. Nick, that was one other thing I wanted to talk about today. Yeah. Um, not necessarily the last thing we'll talk no, about. No, no, no. Because I've got something I want to talk about. One other thing I want to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick, the thing I'd like to discuss was uh, something I saw on Reddit. Okay. Because Reddit's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a, basically, it's a it's a theory from Lumpa Oompa Loompa? Lumpa Waru. Okay. Uh, who, uh, who says that his theory... Is that uh, Jar Jar Binks, who you might remember from uh, Star Wars Episode oh, One, yeah, yeah. Uh, was a trained Force user, mm-hmm. a knowing Sith collaborator, okay. and will play a central role in the movie The Force Awakens. Oh, no, he won't. <coughs> <coughs> but continue. So uh, he basically says that he uh, wants to establish that uh, Jar Jar Binks is far from being the simply simply the bumbling idiot that he portrays. Uh, and, and in fact, a highly skilled force user. Okay. Uh, furthermore, uh, he says, I want to assert that he was not, as many people assume, just an unwitting political tool manipulated by Palpatine, but rather he and Palpatine were in collaboration from the very beginning. Uh, and it's entirely possible that Palpatine was a subordinate underling to Jar Jar you're throughout tell- both I'm sorry. trilogies. Okay, so you're telling me that Palpatine was Jar learning, learning under... Jar Jar. Jar Jar, yeah. Uh, and finally, given the above, I will conclude with an argument as to why I believe it is not only possible but plausible that Jar Jar will make a profound impact on the upcoming movies. Oh, Christ. <laughs> so, Continue. First, let's establish that Jar Jar is a skilled warrior uh, who actually, because, you know, if you look, he does some weird stuff in these movies, right? Sure. I mean, he's bouncing all over the place. He's jumping. He's doing stuff. Uh, you know, here, uh, whether single-handedly taking down a battle droid tank or unleashing a barrage of Boombas on their front lines or precisely targeting multiple enemies with a blaster tangled around his ankle, we simply roll our eyes and attribute it to dumb luck. But is it? Okay. Uh, Jar- uh, Obi-Wan warned us otherwise. Uh, one of Wait, the reasons what Obi Wan apparently warned us otherwise. I can't click on the link though because I don't have Wi Fi right now. Okay. okay. So ultimately, what he's basically saying is that Jar Jar isn't just doesn't just have dumb luck. He actually is practicing drunken fix drunken fist wushu. Continue. <coughs> Keep it going. Right. Okay. Uh. So then they put some some clips. He says, "If you slow down the GIF, you'll notice." Is it GIF or GIF? Didn't we? We I, not I, figured this out. Have I have. We? I say GIF. I am. I'm a GIF also. It's a G. Because gift G I F T. Yeah. Uh, you'll notice how do- Jar Jar dodges an incoming blaster shot, um, but he kind of looks, oh, Misa, weirdo, Annie, and but he's <coughs> kind of throwing everybody off, right? Okay. So basically, he's saying so. But okay, so if. If Jar Jar is a secret drunken fist boxing master, it doesn't make him a force user, right? Yeah. But we should at least be suspicious of him. Okay. Because if his, if he's basically using these over-the-top antics, then he's got something going on with him. Okay. So then they um, they they talk about a couple of st- a couple of leaps in these movies where he does these weird jumps that only other Jedi do. So he like jumps off a balcony and then he like force pushes himself to a different spot. In moves that only like Obi Wan or Qui Gon does, okay. um, someone who's not a Jedi can't complete these moves, and we won't go through all of that. But just be aware that uh, he's doing things that um, he shouldn't be doing. Okay. Um, so uh, yeah, here uh, it says like, in fact, this is a maneuver we've seen before uh, twice. If you want to count Obi Wan doing it in the Duel of the Fates to take on Maul, so it's like 
Jar Jar does something in the movie, and then later on, Obi-Wan does it. Okay. Okay. Uh, in addition to this highly suspicious form of luck, uh, the author says, I believe that we're given enough clues to justify that Jar Jar is also a master of mind control. How? So there are a couple of parts in the uh, couple of parts in so Nick, when a Jedi wants you to believe something he's saying, like these aren't the droids you're looking for, mm-hmm. what does Obi Wan do? His waves his hand. Waves his hand. Yes. Uh so Jar Jar does some hand waving um when he's in the Senate and does some other hand waving uh in the Senate and then does when he's kind of going and talking about how they need to let Palpatine have control of the Senate and stuff, he's doing more hand waving. So Jar Jar is waving his hands when he's trying to convince people to do stuff and then they do it. Interesting. Yep. Uh, actually, if you watch the prequels with the idea that Jar Jar might be a manipulative dark character, you begin to notice just how insidious and subtle his manipulation is and how effective in almost every sequence he's involved in. <coughs> uh, uh, then they give some examples. Uh, okay, so, Nick. You're going to make me go back and watch three Star Wars. I know, which is really kind of fun here. So uh, now if you lend even the slightest credence to the above points uh, and acknowledge the possibility that Jar Jar might not be an idiot, he's not even saying he's an idiot or he's not an idiot. He's basically saying, look, if if you're even slightly inclined to believe what he says is true, uh, you're almost forced to conclude that Jar Jar Brinks and Palpatine were co-conspirators. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jar Jar is putting forth an elaborate act to deceive people. It means he's not a fool. It means his actions in episode two that facilitate Palpatine's plans are not those of an unwitting tool, but those of a partner. Remember, Palpatine and Jar Jar are from the same planet, which in the scale of Star Wars universe is like growing up as next door neighbors. Oh, jeez. It's entirely possible that they knew each other before the Phantom Menace, perhaps even trained together. Uh, and then he says Naboo is the kind of place an outcast Gungan might find a Sith holocron or two. But that's just speculation. <laughs> he said, let's stick to what we know. What we know is that even after Palpatine is elected as Chancellor, years after Jar Jar has been tricked into helping elect him, Palpatine still hangs out with Jar Jar in Revenge of the Sith. Why? Wouldn't he be a constant source of embarrassment? Wouldn't he, you know, th- he says here, this is the same character who can't walk five yards without stepping in something or squealing like a rabid donkey. So why would Jar Jar be at the right hand of the most powerful person in the, in the galaxy? So could it be that Jar Jar is the most powerful person in the galaxy? Maybe. Hilarious conspiracy theory, right? Yeah. <coughs> what are you going to do to blow my mind? Why would George Lucas bother to create this devious Gungan character with an elaborate conspiratorial past, but then never actually reveal his true nature? Right? Why do it? Yeah. So here's a quote from George Lucas from a documentary he gave oh. talking about Yoda. Okay. Yoda really comes from a tradition in mythological storytelling, fairy tales, of the hero finding a little creature on the side of the road that seems very insignificant and not very important, but who turns out to be the master wizard or master thing. Okay. Right? So we all know that one of Lucas's big deals with the prequels is that they he wanted them to like rhyme and mirror the original trilogy, mm-hmm. okay, uh, kind of in terms of like the general narrative themes and stuff. So there should have been a seemingly innocent creature found on the side of the road that later reveals itself to be a major player. Yeah, but we do have a creature that seems to describe this precisely, Jar Jar, but he never develops into a master anything. Okay. Okay. So what happened? Well, this author seems to posit that Jar Jar was initially intended to be the prequel equivalent of Yoda, just as Yoda was a big reveal when we learned that his tottering geriatric goofball persona is just a mask. Jar Jar was intended to have a big reveal in episode two or three, where we learn that he's not a naive dope, but rather a master Sith puppeteer in league with Palpatine. Okay, but what happened? Lucas chickened out. He chickened. I highly The fan don't. reaction to Jar Jar was so vitriolic that this aspect of the trilogy was abandoned. It was just too risky. How? How is it? Okay. I'm sorry. Do you have more? No, there's more, but 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 I would love to hear what you're the voice of the people. How? How do you chicken out on something that people already hate? Well, that's exactly why you would chicken out. So if you've got this giant thing planned for Jar Jar in episodes two and three, but people are hating him, the hate was severe after episode one, Mm -hmm. you would abandon it. 
No, but then him, what do you no, do? Make him hate him more. No, you wouldn't do that. You got to make Lucas is funding these movies by himself. Lucas wants to make some money. Lucas needs to give some more money to some poor kids. But what do you do? Okay, what do you do? You've set this up, right? Mm-hmm. You need this guy. You need someone there mm-hmm. to also be like in the. It's the rule of two, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So what you're telling me is that Jar Jar Binks is Kylo Ren? No, 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 no. <laughs> what I'm saying is that Jar Jar Binks was supposed to be like Palpatine's number two and couldn't be. Okay. So instead of making him the number two, you just write him off and say, oh, well, he was supposed to be comic relief. And that's where Count Dooku comes in. Okay. Okay. So Count Dooku, he said, the author here says, this is why Dooku seems like a flat, seems like such a flat shoehorned in character with no backstory. Because he was written in at the last minute to cover up for what Jar Jar was supposed to be. Yoda was meant to deal with his literal dark side nemesis and mythological equivalent at the end of Attack of the Clones. Not boring old Count Dooku, <laughs> but Sith Master Jar Jar. You're telling me that there was supposed to be a scene where Yoda and Jar Jar battle. Jar Jar Binks have a lightsaber effect. Yep, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. <laughs> That instead of Yoda battling Count Dooku in Attack of the Clones... This guy's high. (laughs) Instead of Yoda battling Dooku in Attack of the Clones, he would battle Sith Master Jar Jar. And Binks was meant to escape. Not just that duel, but the entire trilogy. So that he could cast a shadow on the original trilogy, too. You'd watch the originals knowing that the Emperor wasn't necessarily the big bad guy, but that Jar Jar was still out there. But... That's not what happened. So most people seem to think that Disney... This is still this this original poster here. Mm. Most people seem to think that Disney wishes to distance or somehow disassociate itself from the prequels, right? Like, look, let's pretend those first three movies didn't happen. We're just going to focus on the original trilogy. Yeah. But this doesn't make any economic or marketing sense. There is far more prequel-era-based intellectual property to capitalize on there out there than there is original trilogy. If only because of the Clone Wars movie and the series, you've got billions of dollars of iconic toys, images, characters, games, park rides, etc. that an entire younger generation grew up on. Disney simply cannot pretend that over half of the $4 billion they spent in intellectual property rights isn't amounting to anything, isn't even worth acknowledging. True. Okay? True. No, it stands that one of their primary reasons will be to invigorate and ultimately try to redeem the prequels in the eyes of the fan base and to elevate and improve them retroactively as much as possible. So how do you do that? Jar Jar Binks has undoubtedly become the face of everything that's wrong with the prequels. He was too silly, too unbelievable, seemingly pointless. If you are able to somehow change the nature of Jar Jar from embarrassing idiot to jaw-dropping villain, suddenly the entire prequel trilogy has to be seen in a new light because it simply becomes a setup for the most astounding reveal in film history. Jar Jar Binks is Supreme Leader Snoke. <laughs> Drop the mic. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) This is why I love Reddit. I read this twice last night. He's supreme. You can find you can find more information on this on Reddit or at DarthJarJar.com. Again, DarthJarJar.com. Hang on. Hang so, on. so if you go to darthjarjar.com, you'll get this original post from uh, Reddit, but then you'll also get some other things from Reddit about how George Lucas did an excellent job hiding the truth of Darth Vader. True. Uh huh. Wouldn't be the first time. <coughs> Nick, what do you think about that? Well, I think uh, I think that looking from this picture, I really don't think that that's Jar Jar Binks. No, no, no. Jar Jar Binks isn't Kylo Ren. I know that. He's Supreme Leader Snoke, have who is seen, apparently some other bad guy from the movie. Have you seen the picture? No. Hang on. I don't know. It could be Jar Jar Binks. Look, I don't know. No. That picture is also on DarthJarJar.com. I think. <sighs> okay, now if this is okay, so if this is it, then okay, I'm I'm in. Yeah. 
I just, I really have a hard time believing this. Well, obviously, because it's, it's a heck of a theory, but it seems to make sense. Now that looks like Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, the it, it's if you look at Darth Jar Jar, the the top crawl, it says Supreme Leader Binks. Yusa gotta run, but Yusa cannot hide. <laughs> but if he still talks like that, maybe he's learned to talk better. I doubt it. In the thirty years, I doubt it. I don't know. Hundred dollar bill, y'all. So there you go, Nick. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I looked at some pictures. We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. I love that the internet is filling the information void left by J.J. Abrams. Yeah. He did say he wanted to do something with Jar Jar, and George Lucas did hand over all of his treatments for the next trilogy yeah. when, when Disney bought the mm-hmm. property. No, they said they weren't going with George Lucas's plans. Well, but they could draw off of them. They could. They could. You wonder if we're ever going to see that what his plans were oh i would love to see it and just see how awful it was yeah on and Leia get married and have a kid <laughs> they call it luke two <laughs> uh, and that's the name of the next uh, that's and the kylo name. ren <laughs> that's the next episode yeah luke two <laughs> episode seven luke two luke two <laughs> Uh, it just starts making it into a Bible. It's like Matthew, <laughs> Matthew, <God>. Matthew seven. <laughs> uh, all right, Nick. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Yeah. Hey, did you ever think about uh, what I told you about the Batman's? That I have a theory that I, I thought about it. I I need pictures. I think you're crazy. There's still no. I think I have a theory that every respectfully, time, I think you're nuts. <laughs> every Batman movie that's ever been out. I think every time that you see Batman on screen, Nick's it's conspiracy a, corner. It's actually Michael Keaton dressed up as Batman. He's the one true Batman. He's the, <laughs> the one true Wait, Batman. Michael Keaton is the one true Batman, <laughs> which is just ridiculous. Yes, because you can totally tell it's Clooney's chin. No, it's Michael Keaton. Yeah, well, I want you to go back and I want you to watch <laughs> Batman Begins. I want you to tell me Michael Keaton's not in that bat suit. All right. I will tell you. It's actually was the original was the original premise. Yeah. For um was the original premise for uh uh the Birdman <laughs> was that he was Batman. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was actually him being Batman cuz he's been Batman in every you're, movie. You're nuts. He's just uncredited. Uncredited. <laughs> they don't want, you know. No. You know, Clooney couldn't get into the bat suit. We had to have had to have Keaton come in. Had to have Keaton come in. Oh man. <laughs> We could only afford Kilmer for the days he wasn't in a bat suit. Christian Bale, Christian Bale couldn't didn't look good, so you know we bought in Keaton, the old standby. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. They offered him fifty million dollars to do another Batman movie. Yeah. And that's why he's gonna be in that movie. And he took it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now that's a story that I do believe. It's a story for another day. Yes. Um, Actually, for last week. Yes. I don't Got anything know. else? I can't think of anything else. All right. Mm. Guess. Lions still suck. Yeah, so the Bears. Yeah. Royals won. Yeah. Beat the Mets. Yeah, and the Mets became the Mets. Mock the Fets. Yeah. Yeah. Boba Fets. <laughs> I didn't think about that. No, that's all right. It happened. Uh, yeah. Did you mm. see the video? <laughs> Did you see the clip of uh, after the Royals won where nope. one of the guys from ESPN was like, <laughs> He was like, he's like, the Mets have nothing to be ashamed of. They just didn't play hard enough, and they didn't win, and they gave this World Series away. Suck it, Mets. <laughs> and it was like, they they have everything to be ashamed of, then, don't they? Yeah. It was. They have everything that the Cubs have to be ashamed of I'll, during the National League Championship Series. I'll try and find that, and I'll uh, put that put out there that for out us. There. So. You gonna get uh, some pull lists done, or uh? I don't know. I kind of really gave up on that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm giving up. I need stop to teasing stuff. Time. You're not going to make happen. I know. I got to stop talking about it. The Pringles thing. The Pringles would be good. I'm going to do the, I'm gonna do the, No, I'm going to do the Pringles thing. I'll do it tonight. The Pringles thing would be fun. I'll I'll buy some Pringles tonight. And I'll Just say, shove hey. them in your mouth. Yeah, I'll say, hey, guys, look at how many Pringles they fit in my mouth. Shove I challenge you to beat them. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to count them, though. One, two, three. <laughs> three. Um, 
I think I'm done. You were listening to a really cool podcast today, you said. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Limetown. Um, uh, I found this great new podcast today. I ate up like six episodes of it. Um, and it's called uh, it's called Limetown. It's uh, if you like one the, word. If, yep, all one word. And if you like the podcast Serial, it's fiction. It's a fictional story done in the style of Serial podcast. And it's so far, it's really good. Um, yeah, I'm excited to check this out. Yeah, it's really really good. I really think that you'll like it. It's um, it's really cool. So yeah, I would really like to check that out. Uh, you said it's about a town disappearing. Uh, an entire town of people have disappeared. Um, way back when. Not way back when, but like, you know, it was like news. And uh, then this this person is digging deeper into the mystery and starts to. <coughs> well, there's no remains That's, of anybody. That is a cough that needs antibiotics. Yeah, there's no there's no remains of anybody. They just found like dental remains of one person. Um, in the when site. did this um, come out? It came out. Oh. And I was starting to play episode one. Um. I don't know. First episode came out June 26th. Okay, so here's here's um, LimetownStories.com, uh, the description, Nick. Ten years ago, over 300 men, women, and children disappeared from a small town in Tennessee, never to be heard from again. In this seven-part podcast, American Public Radio host Leah Haddock asks the question once more, what happened to the people of Limetown? Yep. And then there are little episodes, too, in here. Yeah. You've got like the nine one one call. Yep, the nine one one call, the apology. Yeah, I see that. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I like that. It's getting some really great reviews. Uh, is it? Yeah, good because it's amazing. One guy actually says fiction in the style of serial. I wonder if that's what they were going for. I yeah, I really think that they were because it's it reminds me a lot of serial. Okay, like even the the show structure. Yeah, the stuff that they do. You'll you'll listen to it and you'll be like, oh, this is they were they had to be excellent. It's really really good. Check it out. Yeah. I'm really excited for more episodes. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, Nick, um, I think on that note, we kind of have to stop. Okay. I hate to steal it, but we have to kind of do it. You're falling asleep. My voice is getting ready to just totally go out. Yeah. So Time for me to go get some food. Say we, uh, we, we, uh, we, uh, we, uh, we, uh, we, uh, are the youth of a nation. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We got to stop. All right. All right, bye. See, see you guys in the South Town. The South Town? What does that mean? It's P.O.D. What? It's P.O.D. song, South Town. Oh, I never heard of that you one. You never heard South Town? Nope. It's a good one. Sing it. Uh, here in the South Town, baby, where the kids don't play. Emily, something, something, something. South Town. <laughs> all right, bye. Bye. <laughs> but what of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh, uh, well... <laughs> Well, that's just what we call Pillow Talk, baby. Thank you for listening to the Pillow Talk podcast. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lessons. Find more information on them at thehardlessons.bandcamp.com. Visit us on the web at Local Flavors. I forgot. <laughs> at Local Flavors Productions. Thank you for listening to Pillow Talk. Pillow.